flex From the sweat to the way that I dress Through my days and I hit my right left Got me feeling like damn, I've been living my best My old joint got me thinking I'm pressed I'm doing way too good to walk around Worry about with the nut, I shit on my ex They said talk about a pivot like let's And you say you don't get it, I bet I'm a boss and you mad cause they work you Trying to take shots but I'm wearing my vest So why you wanna take it so personal? Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Bacon, Egg, and Cheese podcast. I'm your girl, Ebony. And today I have with me Jordan, Shanice, and Latoya. So today, in honor of Valentine's Day, um, of course, it passed. But, you know, this is Valentine's Day month, February. We will all be discussing some pretty, pretty interesting things. We're going to be discussing our best dates ever, worst dates ever, and most awkward. So. How y'all doing today? How's y'all week going so far? This speaks for itself. Okay. <laughs> I hear you. I concur. I mean, it, it was going good. Last week, I saw a whole bunch of new relationships. I was just like, oh, impressive. <laughs> yeah. Impressive. Ooh. Yeah, I saw some 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 new relationships. I saw some some fake relationships. I saw some some relationships. I yeah. I know. I'm expecting. I shut down my Instagram that day. I was like, no, thank you. I will not be a part of this foolery today. <laughs> How was everybody's Valentine's Day, by the way? I, mean, I don't even remember what I did. I mean, I was doing the good. <laughs> I really didn't care much about it. I was good. You was good? Mine was good. I had a good one. I don't know. I was in Atlanta, so. Wait. I stayed in Brooklyn. I had a I had an intimate dinner, something very simple and you know chic, but I loved it. It was nice. All right, so let's get into the topic. The first topic I want to hit hit y'all with the worst. Let's discuss our worst dates ever. I would love mm-hmm. to know. <laughs> okay, Toya. <laughs> Toya's yeah. a drink. I can oh. going to really get into some shit. I gotta relive the horror. Like, oh God, I know. Trust me, I know. In Jesus' name. Heavenly Father. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! So let me give you a let me give you a picture. I ain't gonna do a whole story like like I'm Aesop and all that, Dr. Seuss, none of that mess. This was right after uh my most recent breakup and I was just kind of in limbo with a lot of mess. And I saw this, well, this girl added me on Clubhouse. I had no idea who in the hell she was, but she said that she knew me from Adam, from Peter and Paul. And I'm like, okay. And she was just giving me lots of convo and stuff. And I was like, I, I, we, I'm like, it's cool. I mean, she had a, a gap to the size of the Red Sea when Moses spread it, but I was like, it's all cool. Um, and I was just like, but it was fine. It was okay. I was, I was like, okay, she's, she's nice. But then she just started acting a little bit different. But I, we agreed to go get drinks to see each other for the first time in person. So, I already knew that it was a red flag when I was where we were going to be. I did some shopping there right before, and I had let her know that I was in the area, and she said that, oh snap. I forgot we were having a date. So, and mind you, it was 30 minutes before. So she lived right around the corner from where we were going to be. But when I when I saw that, I said to myself, all right, I already know this is going to go downhill. So 
I'm just gonna have fun with it. I, I don't really care. It's probably the last time I see her face anyway. So uh, I, I already knew I wasn't gonna see her afterwards, but I just said, hell, let's see what's gonna happen. So she comes, um, you know how like Kevin Hart was swinging his feet off that chair in his comedy section? She was swinging her feet out of the car seat. So yeah, she was that, yeah, she was that short. And I was just like, okay, we, we we're gonna have some fun, and we were, we were starting to drink, and little do I know, I saw her looking at her phone a lot, but I was wondering what was going on. I mean, I, I had no idea, but I, I look over and I see that this girl was playing Pokemon Go the whole time while we were drinking, and I was like, like that Pikachu meme, like okay so so this is what we doing all right boom so i knew after that i was not gonna see that girl again and i i just drank the entire time because i didn't have my phone out the whole time i i was dedicating my time there because i mean i came from across the water from those who live in hampton roads virginia you know what across the water means so i'm just sitting there like all right but this, this girl don't care nothing. She don't even know the cues. She knows nothing about what's going on. She has no clue that she acting hell disrespectful. And I just just drank as much as I could to kind of get away, to kind of get my mind off the fact that what she did was wild. And afterwards, hugged, left. Uh, she messaged me a few times back. I egged it because I, I I ain't want no problems with that. I I ain't want to deal with her. I mean, if you if you if you got the time to play a game while we supposed to be out drinking and stuff, you you ain't worth my time. But it it was a rough time anyway. I was getting over a three year relationship, so things were still in limbo. So it was just that was my kind of release. I knew that I was gonna be fine afterwards. But yeah, that. That was a rebound. Okay. As far as as far as, as, far oh. as my people, that was that that's been my worst date to to now. Wow. Damn, Jordan. Pokemon Go. You need a hug after that one, bruh. But also, okay. don't be coming at girls with gaps. We're not doing that. Okay. But she, she yeah. worked at the gap too, so that just made it even worse. All right, Toya, would you like to go next? I am very intrigued. <laughs> no. Let me put myself on mute right now because I'm alive. Feel free to unmute during this story. Because so I was at the gas station minding my own business. And this guy walks up to me and starts yelling at me to put my coat on because I guess it was windy. First of all, you're not my dad. Watch your mouth. So he walks up to me and I think this is how he thought he was going to get my number. All right. Anyways, so he walks up to me and he starts going, where's your coat? It's cold out here. Mind you, it's the middle of April. It's not cold. It's windy. Relax yourself. Secondly, he then goes, okay, well, next time you come out here, make sure you have a man with you. And I said, it's just, it's too many, it's too many pauses for, for me. I'm just looking at him like, but at first I admired him for his boldness because I'm like, 
I really be walking outside with the resting bitch face and I really don't want to be bothered in public because I'm by myself and you never know how crazy these people are. So I just try to make sure like I look like you should not mess with me. So he comes over to me. He goes, matter of fact, by the way, I'm going to um, call your phone. So he takes my phone off the top of the hood of my car. And I don't know why I left it open, but he puts his number in my phone and then calls himself. So he, I applaud him for his boldness, right? So then he texts me a couple of days later. He goes, I think we should go out. And I said, okay. So we talked about like where you like to go and all of this other stuff. And I said, I told him. Now, uh, I will admit I'm very high maintenance, but I am down for things as long as they make sense. So he goes, okay, let's go to Dave & Buster's. I can see the type of person you are when it comes time to be competitive. I have to breathe. <laughs> So <laughs> he talks, he now mind you, throughout text messages, he's described his house and all this other stuff. You guys, it's in the middle of the hood. <laughs> it's in the middle of the, <laughs> of the hood. And I'm not talking about like the projects, you know, the nice little projects. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the middle of the hood, like the like the person over there is in the corner roasting his hands on fire and the other person is down the street like asking for change hood and then two people is out in the streets hood like it's it's like that where car alarms are going off for no reason so i'm like okay i'm already terrified walking up these stairs first of all i told him i was driving to his house i'm i don't want you to pick me up because in case this goes left i don't need you knowing where i live so i get there he tells me to walk upstairs he lives on the ninth floor. No elevator, back porch, stairs, okay? All the women in here know if I can't did my best to look cute and you got me walking up nine flights of stairs, you and I, you need to question your whole morals because that was crazy. Then he opens the back door, leaves it open. I have no idea I'm walking into his apartment. So for all I know, I could have been walking into a stranger's place. Fast forward, I get inside. He has dollar store candles. And I'm not talking about the little candles that you find that cost a dollar. I'm talking about the stick dollar store candles inside of a, cu a cup that looks like this. Okay. I, I can't. The horror. Then I'm saying he goes, Oh, I'm I'm gonna be ready in a few minutes. I felt like the the man in this situation and did not sit right with me. Cause how am I waiting for you? Let's start there. How am I waiting for you? So then he start, finally decides to address his whole house smells like X. Okay, so that's one tells me you're cheap. You smell like X. No, thank you. So I'm sitting on the, the couch and all I hear is. But it's not around me. There's a box of cereal sitting in front of me. And all I hear is. And I was like, okay, I don't do rodents, so I'm going to count to five, and I'm going to just be like, I was scared to even ask to use the bathroom, okay? So then he goes, <laughs> my confusion comes in where he's driving at the time, because it was 2019, he's driving a 2020 car, Mercedes-Benz, but you live here. 
So you know me in my detective work, I look at the license plates. That told me it was rented. <laughs> I was just like, this man really, really pushed far to try to make himself look like something. But my confusion is, is how you live in a hood and you got 30,000 pairs of sneakers that are brand new. I'm confused. Is this like you have to be getting some type of check from somewhere and it just may not be enough to cover your rent, but it's enough to cover your sneakers. Just saying. I don't know. I'm very confused. So we get in the car and I was like, okay, this man proceeds as we're headed to, cause Dave and Buster's is not near me. It's in Connecticut. So it's a 40 minute drive. This man proceeds to tell me I look nice and then takes his hand. Dear Lord, keep me near the wheel. Takes his hand and places it in between my legs and then lifts it back up and goes, I just wanted to make sure you smell good. Excuse you, sir. Excuse. I said, listen, I was so done mentally in my head. Long story short, we did not make it to Dave and Buster's that night because I punched him in his arm so hard that I broke this nail to the point where my nail, when you took it off, it was air in between, between my real nail and my skin. That's how hard I punched him. I punched him. I got out the car. I was literally in the middle of downtown Springfield. And I walked all the way back to his apartment. Listen, I have never been so pissed in my life. I said, first of all, your house is a mess. And you got the audacity to ask me if I smell good. You smell like the first thing you bought from Family Dollar. Are you kidding me? You got dollar store stick candles in a cup that is meant for people to drink out of. On top of that, you have a mouse or whatever animal rodent it is floating inside of a box and you got the audacity to ask me if I smell good. I am sorry. I can't. That play, that whole replaying that in my head is the reason why I am the way I am. I just can't tolerate. I can't tolerate. If I had to work this hard to be like I am, and you come with me, come at me with the mediocre, I'm sorry, I am going to dismiss you. You can call me mean, you can call me bougie, stuck up. No, you cannot sit at the table with me because your table is a mess and it has things crawling on it. Get away from me. That was my worst date. And I just like, oh my God. Is this around tax season? if you consider april tax season so i don't know how i follow that up but i feel like mine is a little bad too so <laughs> in i dated like the scum of the earth in college like and i even know if i was dating him like i don't know what we were doing college was a weird space right so it was like you were like you were dating but like you weren't in a relationship but like you couldn't tell nobody you were talking to the, like it was very weird like I, later on, I found out I was one of many girls that this man, this boy, was talking to, dating, or whatever the case was. I actually found out on my birthday, but it's okay. So, <laughs> yep, <laughs> on my 21st birthday, I'm having it up. <laughs> and someone's like, you know he's talking to three other people in here, right? I'm like, but anyway. So, 
<laughs> the date. We were talking for a while. Like, we were like, you know, he would come by my house or whatever. We would chill. And then one of his friends started talking to one of my roommates. So I'm like, okay, cool. His friend was so nice to my roommate. I'm like, this is like a big difference from how he treats me or whatever. So now his friend wants to take my roommate on a date. And I sit there, I'm like, what? we've never been on a date before. What? <laughs> so I was like, we've never been on a date. Like, what's up? And he was like, oh, I have plan on taking you on a date. I'm like, it's been eight months. <laughs> I'm like, I'm confused. And he's like, oh, yeah, I planned on it. So <laughs> my friend was going on a date to the movies. And we were going to the movies, too. The date was apparently a double date. So I was like, okay, this is weird. So we in the backseat of my friend and her person's car, and he's just, like, talking to his friend, like, literally, like, not even paying attention to me. I'm like, I thought we were friends, at least. Like, why are you not talking to me? Whatever. So we go to the movie theater, and it's one of those movies where, like, you can dine in. So we sit in down, and the person asks, like, oh, is it a, is it a bill together or separate? And he was like, separate. So I was like, what? I said, wow, <laughs> we've been doing whatever we've been doing for all these months and months and like the the bill is separate. You're kidding, right? Okay. So I'm like, I went to school, I worked and I had set practice. So like, I'm hungry. If it's separate, it's separate. Let me just pay for myself. I eat my little burger and then we leave. It. <laughs> Everybody comes back to the crib, right? We all in the house and I, I was so shocked that he came in. Like, why are you coming in? Like, I, I was knowing him. I didn't talk to him for the rest of the night. But he comes in and then he's like, oh, yeah, all right, we about to go upstairs. Telling telling my friend and his friend that we going upstairs to my room. I was like, oh, no. No, you're not. You're going home. And like, uh, what? I'm confused. And he was like, oh, why? What happened? We had a good, a good date. Where? So, yeah, he tried to stay over and he has, like, his friend had to drive him home because he wasn't staying in my house. I mean, I was upset that day. I still continued talking to him later on like an idiot, but <laughs> we eventually ended, but that was like the worst day of my life. So I couldn't believe I had to pay for my own burger after you haven't taken me out on a date, like ever. A burger, sir, no. I know it's college, but you're wilder. But I, I think he couldn't pay because he was dating other people and taking them out and I guess, I was last on the list. I don't know, but yep, that was it. Not for nothing, sis, but we've all dated scumbags in college. Just letting you know, you are not the only one. <laughs> You're not the only one. Listen, I plead, I plead the fifth. <laughs> college <laughs> is the worst of the worst. Okay? Right, oh God! I'll never forget though. On, on a sidebar, I was gonna take this girl out to a picnic during college, and she blew up off the fact that I was going to do it. She said that was the worst possible date ever. That worst possible date idea. Like, I had a, a duffel bag full of snacks, drinks, and everything. And That's she said that that song was lame. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I, there have been some scum dates. That, how are you going to try and get something from a girl and you ain't even pay the whole bill? What? It's a burger. Like, it was on date. I don't get it. Like, it's like, like you couldn't even pay for a burger, bro. Like, we went on a date with him to like to what? Mm -hmm. To supervise? What is that? <laughs> at the least, at the minimum, pay for the, the problem burger. Problem is, it's like it's a burger, sir. You could give me some pity, but it's, it's a burger. Like you just and, 
And you try to have pity on some of these college boys because everybody's not born with a silver spoon in their mouth. So you try to be understanding, but that I will not understand. And then have the world to be dating no. other women. I mean, if I have been from, honest, I heard said, from girls like, for less, though. Listen, one of my favorite comedians said, You can get very far in life if you just be honest. You never know how situations will work out. The girl might be down for the fact that there's no strings attached and you over here and over here and over there. She might be down for that, but you will never know because you're not honest. Honest. You could have just said, Yo, you know, you could have even went to the cafeteria in the freaking college and dined, and that would have been a date. But see, see? Some of these men is not creative. Ah, what's that meme that goes like this? <laughs> Be creative. That, that was crazy, Shanice. I mean, college does this. That's that's it all, really. Let's talk about my worst date. Um, I just want to provide a mild backstory. Um, I'm gonna be honest. The worst date was really mild. It was very like whatever. But I'm gonna give y'all a little backstory. So I went to a party um, out in Manhattan after work, and I happened to bump into this guy. Um, we danced, we talked a little bit. You know, I was telling him that I was preparing to go to Trinidad um, for carnival, and I told him that I was playing mass or whatever, whatever. And he told me that you know he was playing mass as well in the same band. <laughs> you know, and he's not even from Trinidad, but he goes to carnival every, he goes to every carnival. Like he's like carnival King. Okay. And he's not even Caribbean. It's crazy. So we didn't exchange numbers because at the time I was dating someone, but we exchanged IG information and, um, we really didn't talk after that. The crazy thing is carnival Monday, no carnival Tuesday. I saw him. In Trinidad, met him in New York, saw him in Trinidad. We danced, kiki, haha, whatever. Went about our lives. Um, I would just see him at the time. I was like really heavy into Snapchat. I would see him on Snapchat at every friggin' carnival. He going to 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 crop over. He going to Jamaica. He going to Bermuda. He going like he's just all over the place, right? So, like we went about our lives. You see each other like through Instagram or whatever. I mean Snapchat. And then I had ended up breaking up with my boyfriend of five years. So I don't know how we ended up talking again, but we did. And we ended up scheduling a date. Um, he picked me up and you would think you asked me on a date, you know. Well, let me get to when I got into the car. So he picks me up. Um, I get in the car. He has a nice car. And um, he looks at me and he's like, uh, so like. Where you want to go? What? <laughs> I was like, um, he's like, well, I'm looking at him confused. I was just confused. So he saw the confusion in my face and he said, you know what? Why don't we go to the beach? Now, I've never been to the beach as a date. I think that's amazing. The fact that we are both cancers, water signs, first cancer I ever dated. No, girl, don't raise your hand. Cancer men are, they're the devil. They're, they're the devil. But anyway, 
I'm a cancer. I'm not water smoke cancer men. Men, oh, not women. That's a men. whole nother story for another time. Ooh, that's disgusting. <laughs> um, so I'm thinking we're both water signs. We're gonna have a date by the water. This is gonna be awesome. This is you know fate, right? And then on top of that, given our history, seeing each other in a different country, I was like, this is perfect, right? So we go. Um, he was like, uh, how do you get to Reese Beach? Thank God I live not too far. We were able to figure it out. I was like, I, I'm not good with directions, but I'm good with like seeing stuff. So I'm like, oh yeah, take a left here, go here, whatever. We ended up on Reeves Beach. So we get there and it's perfect because it's not even crowded. It's like we literally had like, there was maybe, maybe four or five other families on the beach. So you're thinking it's like perfect, right? And to make, like, it was as though he intended to take me there because he bought food for me. He went to CNJ's in Brooklyn and got me some jerk chicken and, and stuff. He got all of this packaged up. So I'm like, you kind of knew what you wanted to do, but okay, we're here at the beach. So I'm thinking we're going to have a good time. We're going to have good conversation. We're eventually going to get into the water or something, dip our toes out on a long dress, actually. So I couldn't get in the water, but like, you know, we had all this stuff. So we're there, we're talking, we we talked a little bit, and this is where it got really awkward. After we talked about carnival and rum and walking up, it was pure silence. Awkward silence, no conversation. So I just had to start pulling stuff out. Like, so what do you do for a living? What do you, you know, what do you like to do outside of carnival? It was very one worded answer. Like, oh, I work here or yeah, I like to do this. Yeah, it's cool. Literally for two hours, pure silence. The best thing I can say about that whole entire date was the food. Cause CNJ's, for those of you who live in Brooklyn, CJ's their jerk chicken. It's it's pretty decent. Their meals are good, right? Um, it was just very weird. And then we get back in the car. We're not talking in the car either. He he was gentleman enough to come out and open the door for me and all of that to, you know, get me out of the car. And he tried to kiss me. And boy, did I dodge it. I said, <laughs> I was like, you know, let's have a good seeing you or whatever. And I went home. I was like, I'm not seeing this guy again. We never went on another date, but I did see him literally three years later. Trinidad again, Carnival Tuesday, same band. We did take our wine on each other, but we just knew that we could not date. The dating thing was just not, no, hell no. So <laughs> that was my date. That was my worst date ever. And so, so, you know, imagine how quiet it is, right? The beach is not crowded at all. And, like, it's just quiet. You just hear the beach waves. It's like an ASMR video, our date. It was ridiculous. Like, oh, yeah, Father. it was just awkwardly, awkwardly bad. <laughs> so who wants to begin with their most awkward date? So, Okay. This date, I didn't know it was a date. So I think that's what already makes it awkward, right? This person is the cousin. I don't want to. Okay. He's a cousin of a family member. 
<laughs> but so not, but we're not related. But in my mind, you my cousin too. So, <laughs> but apparently not to him. So we saw each other after not seeing each other for years. And he was like, oh, do you, have you ever had Senegalese food? And I was like, yeah, I love Senegalese food. He's like, oh, like we should go. I'm like, okay, yeah, I work um, where he lived at. Like I, I have to pass his way to get home from work. I work really far from my house. So I passed through like three boroughs to get home, but whatever. So I'm like, yeah, like, you know, I can meet you there. And I came looking regular, like, cause in my head, I'm about to go eat with my fake cousin and my play cousin, right? Nope. <laughs> so I'm sitting down, we eating and he's asking me questions. I'm like, like date questions. Like, oh, like, you know, what, what, like, what's your relationship status? How's this, how's that? And I'm just like, mm. Okay, like whatever. And then he's like, then we finished eating and I'm full. I'm like, okay, like uh where where can I drop you? He was like, No, let's go to the bar across the street. Cause it was like a bear garden type of thing. And I'm like, Oh, it's like that's fun, that's interesting. Let me go over there. But I'm like texting my family member, like, I think that I think they think we're on a date, but let's see what happens at the next spot. So we go to the next spot and we like I drink a bear and then he touched my leg. And I was like, Oh no, <laughs> abort mission, abort mission. <laughs> so I was like, oh, you know, like, remember how I told you I'm talking to somebody? Like, that's that's kind of inappropriate. <laughs> and he's like, oh, you know, like, I just really want to get to know you better. And I was like, oh, wait, no, no, no. You you know my family. Like, that's not how this goes. <laughs> and he's like, oh, I really thought that, you know, you were interested in me because the like we, we met, we saw each other again at an event. So we were like talking and laughing and stuff. So he must have thought like a lot of people confuse my niceness as like me flirting. And it's not that I, like, I don't know how to flirt. I'm actually just being nice to you and being a decent person and like having conversation. We're not, I'm not flirting with you. If I was flirting with you, I'd probably be like, oh, you look good. Like I'm awkward. Don't don't do that. So he, like, he was like, oh, I really thought that blah, 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 blah. I'm like, no, that's not how this is going to go. Um, now I got to like tell my family member that uh, this is going to be weird when, we, when you invite me to other things. And he's like, no, it doesn't have to be weird. Like, it'll be okay. He's like, let me pay for your beer. I was like, please don't. Like, I can pay for it. That's fine. And then I was like, um, honestly, I was going to drop you home, but I kind of don't want you in my car. <laughs> I'm going to just, I'm going to go. <laughs> and he took an Uber <laughs> home. And I didn't even ask him if he was okay. But he messaged me on Instagram and was like, I'm so sorry. And I'm just, I have him on mute still. Like, I, I don't, he messaged me ever so often. And I just, it's awkward. And I haven't seen him at a, like a family event. But it's happened. It's going to come. It's going to come. And it'll be weird. <laughs> so, yeah, that was my awkward day. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't want you in my car anymore. <laughs> it was just weird. Like, I don't know what to tell you. No, but I get you. I get you on all like socially awkward things. So it's like a lot of us, like people take us being nice to somebody as us flirting. So I completely agree with you there. Like, relax. I gave you one compliment that didn't, I didn't say I wanted to be with you. I just said your hair was nice. Relax. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm so sick. You cannot tell me, any of y'all cannot tell me that y'all not giving a compliment to somebody and they took that compliment and ran with it. Like, oh, I think she liked me. No, sir, your hair is just nice. I like the face. Yep. Did you write this time? 
It happens to me all the time, like all the time. People always think I'm flirting. I'm like, I'm not flirting. I'm just being nice. Like, I'm not forcing myself to be nice. I'm being myself. Yeah, back well, back That's in the what day. That's happens when you're pretty. You get accused. Yeah, like back in the day when I was like a little green behind the ears, I couldn't tell the difference. But now I I know when somebody's flirting. It's it's very distinct. <laughs> they they act very weird. They take an Uber. Like, no, well, that, that, part, right, no. that part was funny. <laughs> I don't want you in my car no more. You, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking like he was still trying to like give me a kiss or something. And that's like that's all that was playing in my mind. I'm like, what if he tries to kiss me before he leaves the car? Like, we're going to fight now because I told you no. <laughs> so, like, I can't blame you on that. Your, your self-preservation is the best. I, I get it. This was awkward. No. I mean, I don't know. It's borderline. It was borderline scary. Um, <laughs> so um, this is my second date with this guy. Um, the first date was phenomenal. Phenomenal. And I will always remember that first date. But you see the second date? I'm going to just tell y'all right now, this particular person at that time, I did not know this person only through, um, we were talking for a while on Instagram through DMs and then we started talking on the phone, but like, we didn't have any past history or anything. We actually met through IG. And even though we had mutual friends on IG, they weren't like, we weren't close or anything like that. So keep in mind that I'm still green to this person. So the second date, this guy takes me to see Black Panther. Amazing. Um, total gentleman. Perfect. Um, and then after we saw, um, we saw the movie, we went walking in the city by the mall. Um, what's the name of that mall? By the West Side Highway. We were over there and there's like a, we was walking by the water. It was super romantic. We shared our first kiss. Um, and then after that, we were going to go to Brooklyn. So he said how he had a friend that was having like a karaoke night somewhere and his friend provided him with the address. So we like, at the time we'd both didn't have cars. So we took um, the train halfway, I believe. And then we took an Uber or something like did we take an Uber? Yes. Took an Uber. So the friend gave him the, um, told him, I'm not going to go the exact address, but I'm going to say the address was Meserol Street, which is supposedly in Brooklyn. I mean, some part of Brooklyn, supposed to be in Williamsburg, right? So we ended up on Meserol Street. I always get these two streets messed up. So the Uber takes us to that location and we're like, what is this? It doesn't look like there's a bar. It's like a desolate area in Greenpoint. But it said Meserol Street. It was the exact address. So we're in, and you know, like for those of you who are from Brooklyn, if you know about Greenpoint, there's some parts that's dope. And then there's some parts that's super industrial. So we were at that part of Greenpoint. It is fucking late, 12 o'clock. At the time, my parents didn't know I was on a date. I ain't tell them nothing. Um, like I said, I don't. I, I only know this guy. The fir my first date was me seeing him physically for the first time. Other than that, we were just talking through DMs and texting and all of that. So imagine my second date with this guy. 
I don't know him that well. I don't know the friend that texts him. We're in a part of Greenpoint that I don't know. We're walking around. So I'm getting very, very scared at this point because I'm like, what, what, what is this? Is this a setup? Like, what is this? So we're walking around. His friend is not texting him back. So what I start doing, I took my phone and I shared my location with mad people because I'm like, this is scary. <laughs> I don't know what this is about, but I'm not with the shits. <laughs> like, y'all not going to have me in some area because it was very scary. Um, finally, his friend did text him back. He's like, oh, I made a mistake. It's Meserol Avenue and all of that. So we had to take another Uber to get there. But literally, we were walking around for like a hot minute. And I was like very concerned like as to why this was happening. Um, but the night ended very well, but that moment was just super awkward. I was super worried. Um, I think I had texted my homeboy, Michael, like, look, listen to me. If you don't hear from me in an hour, <laughs> like <laughs> I was freaking out, but we ended up at the right address. Um, his friend was a, like, he was like, oh my bad. Like he was like a total dip. And it's like, he felt bad. He put us in an Uber to go home. But of course he put us in like, you remember back in the day where you had to share an Uber with people you don't know? He put us in one of them joints because he was like, uh, I feel sorry, but I don't feel that sorry. You better share, <laughs> share an Uber <laughs> with people you don't know. Um, but that was my awkward, um, most awkward date. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> I'm weak. No, thanks. My phone would have been my best friend during that entire date. I'd have been like this. Yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. Share to everyone. We'll start, we'll start, bro. First of all, let me explain to y'all something. It wasn't my goddamn fault. It was somebody else's fault. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm out. Wait. So the whole time it was. Hello. Hello. It was Hello, him. People. It was him. Hello, people. Yeah. It was me. Oh, yeah. no. See, you Should just... Happening from time, from time business. You didn't even have didn't to let it go that way. I did not do it. But shit happens. Okay, I'm going. Okay, let's put it this way. From day one, I thought this man was a creep. From day one, since the day I met him, I believed in my heart of hearts that this man was a creep. But in the words of my god sister... I don't give people a chance. I automatically just write them off. But he was being weird the day he met me. Like, don't touch me. You don't know me. And at the time, COVID was at a hike. Okay? So, no, 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 no. We don't do that. I don't care what Foxwood said. You don't have to wear a mask. I don't care. Put it on and hit sanitize. Okay? That's number one. So, this man, I think he was about 38 or something like that. He was a Nigerian. I don't really know much about Nigerian men, but apparently they are fascinated with women who have an ass. So um, <laughs> I'm walking, it's like maybe three, four o'clock in the morning and we're getting ready to leave Foxwoods. And um, this guy starts, I guess my god sister is entertaining some other kid that she has no interest in. So as always, I'm the third party. So 
he comes up to, he sees us. He comes up to me and he's just like, starts groping my hand. He, go, he goes, oh, he's like, first of all, we were going to take a picture. And he goes, I'll take the picture for you. Then he just, he gives me my camera back. But as he gives me my camera back, he's like, grabs my hand. So I'm just like, okay. So <laughs> just like, all right. And he goes, I wish I could show you guys the picture of him because you can see the horror in my face because I still have it to this day because it just reminds me of what not to do when you go to Foxwood. Don't entertain the weirdos. Anyways, so he grabs my hand and then he goes, by the way, I just want you to know I really like women like you. And I was like, okay, that's nice, blah, blah, blah. Again, with the taking of my phone, putting his number in and then keep talking about some, oh, I'm going to marry you. And I don't even know you. His name sounds like his parents did not give it any second thought and really wanted a girl, but stuck, got stuck with him. So I'm not even going to put his name. Just know it was a feminine sounding name. And, I, and as bad as this sounds, but I thought about what would that name sound like in Climax? I pause. Anyways. <laughs> so... He asked to take, like I said, I tried to be nice and give. So what I just said to y'all are my inner thoughts when people talk to me. I'm just like, what would that name sound like if I said it out loud at the height of something? Okay. These are the things I think, guys. Leave my mind alone. Okay. So I said, you know what? I'm going to do what my guy sister says, and I'm going to just give him a chance. So he asked to take me out to lunch because it was also my birthday weekend. This actually just happened last year. So it was the high, the end of my birthday weekend. And so he goes, can I take you out to breakfast or whatever? I said, yes. I will never say yes again. So he comes to my door. Now I give him points for picking me up. So the way my house is, it's like I have a porch, a whole full porch, and there's a door attached to that porch. And then my door is up on the porch. So he came all the way up to my door. So I, he tells me he's outside and I'm like, okay, I'm coming out. I open the door. This is what makes it awkward. He's right here as soon as I open the door. I'm like, but I, I give him points because he was a bit, he was a nice gentleman. Like he opened the door for me. He always like held my hand when I was walking down the stairs and all that other fun stuff. Like he was really nice. But me, I'm not a person that really likes people in their personal space like that, unless I'm very comfortable with you. I didn't know him like that. So anytime I scooted, he scooted closer. Like it was just a no-no for me. So we get to this um, restaurant in West Springfield. Everybody goes here for breakfast. So there's a lot of people in the building. So I'm just looking around, making sure that no one in the building knows me because <laughs> in case I pick up whatever beverage I'm drinking and throw it at him, I don't need no witnesses. So that being said, he starts, we talk about things and the conversation is great. But the problem is, is I kept saying I'm not comfortable with you yet. So I don't really like want you close to me like that. So he just keeps smiling with this big smile. He's like this. The more I move, I'm just like, oh my God. So I'm texting my friend 
Rasan knows who this is. I'm texting him. I'm just like, please, God, get me out of here. Please, God, get me out of here. What do I do? And I'm trying to follow like what my guy sister says on one side. And on the other side, it's just screaming for help. So then <clears throat> he come, we, lunch, breakfast is over, whatever. And he was nice. He paid the bill, everything. The awkward part was going home. He brought me all the way up the stairs. And then I said goodbye to him. And like Ebony, I played the Matrix and just went, nope. I gave him a church hug on Sunday. I gave him that, you know, space between, pitter pat. There you go. God bless you. Thank you for breakfast. It was beautiful, but never again. Mind you, the whole time we were there, I never even really ate my food. I picked at it because I was just so uncomfortable because he was doing too much. He was just like too invested. I'm like, I don't even know you. Like, back up. So he tries it. And then I hear, as I'm getting ready to lay down, <clears throat> I hear, I'm like, who the heck is at my door? He goes, by the way, can I use your bathroom? Okay. <laughs> so I'm not, I'm not going to be a jerk. I let him use my bathroom. The smell that carried after he got out the bathroom as well. <laughs> I was just like, what did you eat? Because you only had eggs and a pancake. So I'm confused what went through your system and brought out that smell. Because that was not, the thing is, everybody knows I am a woman of smells. I got candles everywhere. I have spray everywhere. I have like the little Febreze room, like the room area. I have them everywhere. How did you outsmell those? I'm confused. He outsmelled. I could not smell anything. It just smelled like a cloud of funk over it. So then this is when I contemplated, maybe I should just go back to my ex because clearly if this is what's out here, <laughs> I've been trying it and I'm just like, this just goes from bad to worse. Like he he smelled like an elephant after giving birth. Like it was terrible. It was funky. It smelled terrible. And for a man to make his amount of money a year and to, what is up with the men and they smelling like that? I don't understand. I'm just like, you need to be drink eating more mangoes at this point. <laughs> at this point, you need to, Reevaluate your digestive system and put a, a nice something that smells nice in there because that no. And then he tried to grab my hand and tried to kiss me again. And I went like this. I was like, no, I'll see you around. So then he calls. This is later that night. He calls my phone. Apparently, he went with his friends and got some liquid courage. So he gets on the phone and goes, Latoya, why don't you want to be with me? And I'm like, okay. Um, yeah. He just goes on and on. And I was thankful for the bad connection that was on that train that he was on in Boston because every time he got ready to lie and cry, the phone went. Zzz, zzz. I was like, yes, God. And ever, I've never heard from him again. And I was so, I was like, you know what? When the date was over, I was actually contemplating like maybe I was not, you know, a little bit more open to him because he really was trying to be nice and really was trying to, show me a good time, but it was just the, like the personal space was a red flag for me. I'm not, I'm socially awkward and I will admit that every day. I'm like the Chandler of everybody. I will use a sarcastic comment to get out of everything 
because I just, um, when it comes to stuff like that, I'm socially awkward. So I'm just like, okay. But if you can't understand social cues with me, you'll, you'll think it's me saying something else. You'll think it's me being mean, but it wasn't me being mean. It was just like, dude, I don't know you like that. And I need you to six feet, no pressure. But it was just, I don't think he cared that COVID existed. <laughs> I don't think he cared because it seemed like no matter what, like, I don't know you. I don't know who you be around. And I'm not trying to come at anybody who's had COVID or experienced COVID. And I don't want you to feel like we don't want to be near you. But it was just like, at the time, it was like, everybody was getting sick. And I was just like, I don't know you like that. I don't know where you were before you came here. And I just, I need you to be understanding to that situation. He did not care, clearly. But I wish him all the best. And you know what? I hope he finds a wife who has really good nostrils that can smell everything but. <laughs> I, I hope and pray she knows she believes in the power of an incense. Because I burned like four of them in that bathroom with the door closed. I was just like, this is just not... Like my bathroom is attached to my living room. Could you imagine if I had people over? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Wow. You're like Toya, what is you cooking? It is a no for me. I remember one time it was my first relationship in 2013. I was out with I was that I was with and it was hot as hell. Like just dripping sweat and we were driving around, but mind you, I just got my first car. So, you, you know your first car. It always has that struggle heat or a struggle AC. So, I had to have the window down all, all the time. And she, when, when it comes to drinking, I'll just say this. I knew I had a low tolerance when I was younger, but she couldn't hold hers. So, she was just slouched all over the all over the the seat and everything and was just acting all weird and mind you I had no idea where the hell we were at but where we're at is now actually where I live the area I live so I had no idea I was just trying to find something for us to do because I was like okay we have some liquor we have some wine what are we gonna do so we just kind of chill out near near the beach somewhere and my my bro just happened to be in the area. So he we just we just kind of all hung together. And I had to go. I I hate doing this at times. I, I had to go out to the side to take a leap. Now I come back and I'm driving. I'm, I'm driving everything. But then when I drive off, I drop her off. My bro was telling me that. And mind you, he he's already dating somebody that she that she tried to pull up on him while I was out taking a leak. He she was trying to pull up on him while both of them were in the car. <laughs> I didn't know this until I didn't know it. I because I was like, I went to go take a leak, and hell, I, I'm just thinking, hey, I'm just gone for two minutes. But that happened, and I was just like, oh snap. That it, it, it kind of left me feeling, feeling weird because I was just like, 
and they, he told me this after the fact, but now seeing all the events that happened during that during that whole day, like it, I, I understood. I'm like, she was she was a horrible person today anyway. So it was it, it it was no big deal. And then I had another one where um girl picked me up because my car was out of commission. Went out to drink some beer one night, and she just started talking a whole lot of cash about. Pretty much me not being ambitious enough, and I'm like, girl, I just graduated. The hell, you think I'm I'm doing? Like I I barely even got a job out of school. You you talking about being ambitious? I'm like, you don't even got a degree. The hell, you talking about? And serving tables and shit. I know people with birth certificates. See, and 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 the thing was, she was talking all this cash, and I'm like, I know you, I know you're smart, but man, we in the same boat. But she just kept on talking. Now, see, Latoya is sarcastic, but she's nice. She has a kind heart. This girl was just playing on me. She was just playing, playing mean. Like she, she was just kind of just straight, straight evil. And, and she's a waitress, mind you. So fake as hell. But needless to say, I didn't see her for a while because I, I just said I can't, I can't have drinks with somebody who's gonna just talk shit about me right in front of my face when, when you know I just graduated out of college. Like, come on now. That is so rude. <laughs> but oh man. man I, I've had I have had my share of bad experiences. I've had my share of some good ones too. But that was probably the, those two were the most awkward. It still don't beat that Pokemon Go situation. That was the worst. Oh, Miss Gap. We'll call her that, Miss Gap. Hey, Shanice gonna beat your ass, Jordan. Don't come <laughs> to I, beat you up for real because ain't nothing wrong with a Gap. All right, so best yeah. dates. Let's hear them. Um, I wish we could say names because you know sometimes I think about finding him again and. Him up, but we went our separate ways because he was a sweetheart with dreads. Whew! Or I'm sorry, locks, because Rasan, you know, he's sensitive. So he had locks. However, yeah. So I didn't expect this to be an ideal date because parties to me don't seem like ideal dates, but we went out before the party. So I really want to say his name. <laughs> um, so yeah, I met this guy in high school, my senior. Give a fake name. Huh? Make up a fake name. No, because his, I can't give him his initials because his initials can go the wrong way if somebody doesn't understand what I'm saying. His initials are BD. <laughs> Big dick. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, I'm not even playing. Those are his real initials. Oh my god, I just thought about it. <laughs> this whole time I've been dating somebody with the initials BD. Whoo! All right, all right. You know what? I'll give him. I'll give him his um his football nickname. Anyways. They called him kicks, one, because he always wore nice sneakers, and two, kicked the hell out of a field goal. So, you know, he was good. He was a really good football player, and I always had a fascination 
for football players or football physique type guys. So I didn't really honestly think he was ever really interested in me, but I found out how much he was interested in me once we got to college. In high school, we just like dated just for fun, like little ha-has, like, you know how you're in high school and you're just like, oh, this is my boyfriend, but you don't really take it seriously. So I applaud those relationships that blossomed from high school to marriage because I don't know how y'all did it. So, but yeah, so when we got to college, him and I got accepted to the same college. So then we decided, okay, we're 18 plus now. Let's see if we can actually do something here. So I think I had just turned 21. And it was, yep, I turned 21. Actually, I turned 21 four months prior to this. So um, it was Halloween and I we didn't know what we were going to do. So everybody decided to get dressed, go out downtown Springfield, which is 40 minutes away from where I went to school. So he was like, well, before we do that, how about we um, get dressed in our costumes or whatever and go to dinner down there? So he didn't have a car and neither did I at the time. So like we all rode with our friends. So I was just like, it felt like I was in an Uber, shared Uber, like at the time. So we went downtown and he took me to this Indian restaurant that was like hookah and all this other stuff, but it was really nice. And I told him, I really haven't tried Indian food, so I didn't want to eat a whole bunch of stuff. And then next thing I know, I have bubble guts in the club because that's crazy. So I just had like salad, fruit and stuff like that. When I tell you, this was probably the best date, not because of what he paid for, but because of his conversation. I actually got to know who he really was and what he was trying to do. So he was like telling me, he was like, one day I'm planning to leave this school. So I hope you're not upset with me because I don't want to break up with you. But if we do break up, I want to be friends. Unfortunately, we grew apart. People stopped calling each other, all this other stuff. So we walked downtown and then we walked by where this like water is. And I, I don't know what he was talking about. He was talking about and I watched him like. He basically, there was this homeless guy at the corner and the guy just was like sitting there like on the stoop and he just looked really like cold because out here in October, it can be very cold or it can be very warm. He gave this guy $100. Just put it in his hand. Like I was just like, I've never seen anybody do that. So then he was like, he was like, no, like, he's like, I feel bad for allowed, letting somebody else eat and me flaunting how I look when somebody I know really needs it. I don't think the guy even realized how much he gave him. All he said was thank you and like walked off the stoop. I hope he really was homeless because that would have been terrible if he wasn't. But um, when we got there, he basically, he paid for everything that was there. If I wanted a drink, he paid for it. If I wanted fruit, he paid for it. Then we walked down to this little bakery and he bought this heart-shaped cheesecake for me. It was a little heart-shaped cheesecake. And then um, he bought another one because I guess they had like stuff that says things on it. He bought another one that said, um, it said, hug me on it. So then he hugged, he hugs me. I, I was like, okay, is that what you wanted? All you had to do was ask. You didn't have to buy a cheesecake that said, hug me on it. He was like, just he's I, he gave me a hug and he goes, I hope that I'm gonna be with you forever in my ear. And I was just like, <laughs> mm. 
I, I don't cry like that. So <laughs> that made me cry. So that being said, after that part was over, we go downtown because that's where the party is. And I was dressed, I actually still have the picture. I don't know if you guys see it. I was dressed as a, in my head, a bunny. In my head. <laughs> and when I tell you, like, even in the club, no matter what guy came near me, I'd never seen this kid get jealous and act like a fool and be like, no, you can't dance with them. And, and then when he did try it, like somebody did try, he'd be like, no, go have fun. I was just so surprised that a guy could not be overwhelmingly jealous like he actually let me go have my fun and I think that's what really like for the next couple years because we dated two years after that that time period I was just like I couldn't believe that like I got time got to spend time with somebody who actually gets it that's why I said if I could call him and find him today I would but we I don't know where he lives or where where he's at and he don't have Facebook so I tried to track him down so (laughs) <laughs> so but that was probably like my best day and not because of what he did it was just who he was in that moment like there was not a moment where I was stressed out or like trying to figure out like where is he taking me like you know how you as a woman you got to be on edge because you don't know where some of these dudes they're like oh just follow me just follow me I'm like no I'm not following you I don't know where we going I don't know where I'm at what do you mean follow me like no but it was the conversation and the fact that somebody for the first time didn't tell me like, oh, you're mean or you're you're this, you're that or but you're a nice person. Like it didn't give me you're this. But, you know, it was like the person finally saw me for who I was. And I think that's why it was a really gay date. And it was sweet. Really? He watches this. I am still here and available. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Listen, it ain't too late. That's the only person I think I would settle down for with no problems and no if ands or buts. Well, I have two, but you'll understand why. Maybe mm-hmm. not. Mine, my first one I'm talking about was most recent. It was actually in August. So me and this person. Like I had just crossed into the fraternity that I'm currently in in May, and I went to a little little party the day after, the night after, and me and her had met. Now I can tell there was a bit of chemistry just from the first time that we saw each other, and we just got kind of gone along real quick. I mean, even though I drank most of her bottle, and she still gets on me to this day about it, I didn't care. I was because I, I was nervous, like being around people I didn't know. I'm like, yeah, I need I need to simmer down myself so we we just talked a little bit then and it was all good had a had a couple of times we went out to the beach like I, I had stated before we were just conversing but it didn't go any further because she was she had her guard up a lot so I I told her in a moment of vulnerability how I felt about her and she just wasn't ready at that time but circled later that month, we go out to to I forgot what this place called. Oh, it's a place called Yard House, and it's like a little mini bar slash family area in downtown where we're at. And she was stressed out because she has a little business herself. So I was just telling her she needs to 
unwind, get rid of that stress. And I already knew she needed it because she was saying that she was overly worked. So I'm I'm like, I, I know how she is. I pretty much could tell what she's going to do before she does it. Like, I know her like that. So I said, yeah, let's 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 get on. But I wasn't expecting anything. Now, keep in mind, I was not expecting anything. I was just wanting to make sure that she had her her time to relax. And. And she looked nice. I mean, I was stressing out off the fact of what I was going to wear. And I was I was overdoing it kind of. I was going to get a fedora and all that. I was like, eh, nah, nah, nah. But but then I said, let me just go casual. And while I'm doing this, um adjusting a fantasy football lineup. So I'm doing a whole lot at one time. Like, I mean, I know I like this girl, but still, fantasy football, still gotta do that. But we having a good conversation. She's she's drinking wine, she's introducing me to some different wines and different beers because she's a beer girl. And well, the conversation is just good. She's finally getting relaxed. I'm like, about damn time. Because I, I know she works hard, but she she overworks herself too much. So we're, we're all good and everything. And and we're we're leaving. It's about midnight. And I can tell she's she's buzzed. She she has a good old buzz. She don't live that far from where we were at. And I was just getting ready to go back to my car, giving her giving a hug and everything. But as I was as I was leaning back, I felt the hug was was not letting me go. I was like, I was like, huh? And then she looked at my face, and then we just started kissing. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and we and we had to kind of take a a break because we were like we was like, damn. Um, I didn't expect it. <laughs> I don't even think she expected it. It was in the moment. It was good. But we were, we just started talking junk to each other right after because we were just, I guess we were just in that mode where everything was just chemistry based. We were good. I mean, I joked about how many water bottles she got in her car because she got like five gallon bottles in her car. It's like, are you talking shit about my car now? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> but the, the best date though, with, with the same person was we went out to brunch. We went out to brunch and I took her to a flower field because she loves sunflowers. And it was it was a bit out of the way, but I was like, it's worth it. Sunflowers are blooming at the this right time. It was a Sunday. And by this time, me and her, we were just kind of frequently kind of seeing each other. So I'm just feeling this thing out, seeing how it's gonna go. And we were we were doing good the whole day. She she got to pick out sunflowers, still have that picture. That's actually her picture in my phone to this day. Like took pictures and everything. And the place was nice. I plan on going out there every time, every year on in September, just to pick out flowers because that place is all nice. They have festivals out there. And we went out to brunch. Now she tells me. Hey, um, while while holding my hand, like I'm kind of I'm kind of scared about this feeling that I have. And I'm like, what are you talking about? The feeling of us being a thing. And me just being confident, I was like, oh, there's really nothing to feel. Like, I got you. But then we wound up, we wound up because after we left and I took her back home, 
but the thing is, it, it didn't work out because her guard was just too up. Like she, she and I have differences in certain places, so it just didn't work out. I mean, we still converse to this day. Like she still gives me headaches to to this very day, but I still love her regardless. But that I think that was that date will be the best one, surprisingly, because that was the first time I felt like I felt like I had confidence in myself throughout the entire time. So I felt like I had control of everything that was going on. I felt like I was able to to maintain everything that was going on. And I just felt at ease. It was hot as hell out there, but I felt at ease. Even though it didn't work out between me and her, that's still probably my best date. So in terms of like the best date, I don't know. I feel like the relationship that I'm in right now, like this man be doing the works. Like he's really good at just dates in general. Um, when I think about like the best date we've had, I think, I don't know. It's I'm still I've been thinking sitting here thinking like what do I say? Um, I'll say two things. The first thing, the best the best gesture he's ever done for me for my birthday last year, he took me to St. Martin and paid for everything, and it was just like the best trip I've ever been on. Like he like I love seafood, so we had seafood, and I love the beach, so we went to the beach every day just because like, he hates the beach, but he I, he knows I love it, so we went every day, and it was amazing. So like that was the best gesture, but the best date I would say was. Like two or three weeks ago, honestly. Um, so I <laughs> I have this obsession, it's really bad with Brian McKnight. Like, and it's not like Brian McKnight's like music, all of his music. It's like just like the ones that are like the love songs. Like it's like I love his love songs. So Brian McKnight. <laughs> yes, he's yes. <laughs> So he was doing, he's doing a tour at the city wineries all across the country. And I saw, I saw it come up on my Instagram and I'm like, Ooh, that looks lit. But I was like, whatever. But then he texted me and was like, Oh, be ready, blah, blah. blah. Like I'm going to take you out. And I'm like, okay, sure. And then he, he, like, I kept on asking, I'm a very bad person to surprise. Cause I asked like, where are we going? What are we doing? Like, how should I dress? Like, I got to twist my hair to have a nice twist out. So like, let me know if I need to look good. Um, so he eventually told me that day and I was like going crazy. So um, we went to city winery in the city. This was like two, two or three weeks ago, went to city winery and we saw Brian at night. We were up in the front. Like I could see him and he was singing. I'm like, you better sing, Brian. I was so happy. I'm so happy. Um, and he got a hotel room. And we like, you know, we chilled in the city for the night and just like, it was just good. Like we got to just be with each other and I got to see Brian McKnight up close and personal. Like it was so good. And I like wine too. So it was just good because we had to try different wines there. Um, everything was just perfect. And I don't know, I just, you know, hopefully this really does work out for the long run. I like, I want it to, but he literally just does everything. Like he hears me and does it and I don't have to ask. So we like him. <laughs> Shanice, I definitely what you're saying um rings like it rings true to me because my best date comes from the person I'm currently dating and I had to fight up with myself like um what was the best date um there's so many um but I'm gonna just take it back to basics the first date the first date uh -huh. 
Um, my first date with this person was by far my best date because there were so much things working against it to not happen. <laughs> so I'm going to just tell you briefly, he had this person, this guy that I'm currently dating had asked me to go out on a date prior, like maybe a week prior. And I said, no, like I couldn't get out of it. Like I had a, um, a prior engagement that I just couldn't. So when he asked me again and he asked to take me out on a Friday, I was like, I had already planned to go karaoke with my coworkers. And I was like, damn, if I say no, I may not hear from him again. And we've been talking and conversing really well over IG and through text. Mind you, we never saw each other. Like, we see our, each other's pictures, but we've never seen each other in person. And we never even called each other at the time. We were just texting. We didn't hear each other's voice and nothing. Um, so... I remember that day I told, I agreed to go on the date with him. That was the Friday. And that Friday I went to work and there was like a terrible windstorm. It was like windy, rainy. I think there was some pellets of ice in it. And I remember traveling during my lunch break to meet up with my friend, Michael, cause he, he worked in the city as well. And I remember saying like, yo, there's this guy, he wants to take me out. He's super cool, but I'm not even trying to go. Plus I'm trying to do carry. Like I was just stuck on karaoke with my coworkers. That that was the main thing. <laughs> and he, my boy Michael was like, Ebony, just go on the date. And if you're not going to go on the date, like just tell him, you know, due to the weather, I don't think it's safe. I ain't going to lie. I started off telling him that like, hey, do you not see the weather? <laughs> and uh, I forgot how the, how the conversation went, but he just found a way to like say, no, like I'll come, I'll We'll hang out or whatever. But I think I mentioned the date to him to see if he'd be like, yeah, let's reschedule. But he was just gung-ho for that Friday. And I remember telling my coworkers, like, yo, I can't go. I got this date. Yo, if it's whack, like, I'm not even, yeah. So I remember he said, like, I would love, do you want to, do you play video games? And I was like, hell yeah, I play video games. This is all through IG. I don't even think we were texting that day. It was IG. You play video games? It's like, hell yeah, I play video games. He's like, oh, that's awesome. Um, also, do you, do you, you know, have any allergies to food? I've never had a man ask me that ever. Did you have any allergies to food? I said, yes, um, eggplant, um, not the emoji, just the actual food I have. <laughs> so I said, yeah, eggplant. He's like, all right, cool. He's like, do you like Thai food? I was like, hell yeah, I like Thai food. So um, he was gung-ho planning everything. So I was just like, whatever. So then he mentioned where he was taking me. He said, Barcade. He's like, do you prefer to go in Brooklyn or Manhattan? I think he either told me the address or I looked up the address. And the address was not too far from where my coworkers were going to be at. They were going to be in Koreatown. And the Barcade is like on West 23rd somewhere. So I was like, let's just do Manhattan. I was like, in case this fucking thing does not work out. I can still beat my coworkers because I was just so gung-ho and going with them. But push comes to shove, this the weather kind of subsided um, by the time I met up with him. I just took an Uber from my job to Barcade. I get to Barcade. I'm looking for him. Mind you, I've only seen him on IG. So I'm just like looking at my phone, looking at him, looking around. I'm like, where the, where the fuck is he? So I'm hitting him up like, hey, I'm here. And I'm not hearing from him at all. It was like a good five minutes. So I text my coworker, Monica, and I was like, yo, like I'm here. This is technically like a blind date if you really think about it. And I don't know where this guy is. 
He's not answering me. I feel like a fool. Wait, y'all at my um thing already? Like y'all at the 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 karaoke spot? Where is it? Like I'm still. <laughs> so Monica was like, "Look, give it another minute. If by this time you don't hear from him, you don't see him, just exit the premises because you don't know what's going on. That's you know. Eventually, um, we ended up meeting up. He came and he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I think I think he said he was playing a game at the time, so he didn't see his phone. But I thought, like, keep in mind, this is technically a blind date, you know? But let me just say this. I've never been on a date where, like, you know how you have the awkward silences? Nothing compared to that, that worst date. That was ridiculous. But you have the awkward silences. I don't think there was an awkward silence in that date during Barcade at all. We were playing video games. I was laughing at his jokes. He was surprisingly laughing at mine because I'm corny as shit. Um, we both talked over beer. Um, and then like one time we were playing, I forgot what game it was. What is it called? Punch Out or Knockout? It was one of those old time arcade games from like the early, the late 80s, early 90s. And he had won. So my boy turned to me because he won and he was trying to kiss me. I did the Matrix shit again. I said, um, I don't kiss on the first date. I'll give you a kiss on the cheek. <laughs> so I did. I gave him a kiss on the cheek throughout the night. We played games. And then after that, the funny thing is after that, this is February. Keep in mind, we just had a, a windstorm. Terrible. The weather was so warm when we left Barcade. We walked from Barcade to this Thai restaurant. It was like comfortably warm. So we walked and while we're walking, the conversation is flowing and I'm paying attention to little things. As we're walking, he wants to walk on the side of the street, like little things like that. Like, hey, let me walk on this side. You know, he's holding my hand. He's asking about me. Like, I was coming out of a situation, technically not, but it was like a while since I've dated. And the last situation I was in was hella toxic where it was all about that person. And to see that in this first date, it, everything was centered, not around me, but I was very much, um, I was, I want to say important, but it was like, let me know more about you. And even like I said, the jokes that I made, as corny as hell as I am, he found them all funny. We got to know each other very well. And then on top of that, I live far. I live in Queens now. So he still, he lives in Brooklyn. So I'm thinking once this is all done, you know, I'll just text him when I get home or whatever. He was like, no, like, I would like to take you home. I want to make sure you get home safe. And although from Manhattan to the Rockaways, that's a long ass ride. Throughout that whole ride, not one awkward silence. We spoke the whole time and the conversation was so organic. It was just so natural and I felt so appreciated. Um, yeah, like I will never forget that date. We've had that, me and that person have had many dates after. Wonderful, beautiful dates. But I wanted to bring it back to basics as to why this was my best date because it was the start of something fresh something new and something that has still continued for the last four years. So that was my best date. <laughs> All right. And that was our episode for today. I hope you guys enjoyed this Valentine's Day content. I want to give a shout out to the educated shit talkers, myself, Jordan, Toya, Shanice, 
And also, I want to give a special shout out to the educated shit talkers that couldn't make it today. Shout out to my boy, Big Kev, and shout out to my boy, Mr. Gary. Um, we miss you. We'll see you guys in the next episode. Once again, you guys, this is the Bacon, Egg, and Cheese Experience. Please follow us on Instagram. And also, we have a Spotify playlist that we release every Monday. Definitely check out our music choices. This is your girl, Ebony, signing out. Thank you for watching.